Hello and welcome to the Who's He podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about Planet of the Spiders, a belated tribute to the late Richard Franklin, who sadly passed away um, or actually on Christmas Day. So uh, we'll be coming on to that a bit later on. Now, we, we, did, we weren't really going to cover the news as such uh, this episode, but there's one thing that sort of... It's just doing the rounds. All over, it's all over the, the the papers and every website. It's like it's almost like clickbait at the moment, isn't it? Um, yeah. This situation, but uh, but obviously, what everyone's talking about is that Millie Gibson, uh, Ruby Sunday, is being as it. All the papers are saying she's been axed, dropped, sacked, or whatever you want to call it, uh, from Doctor has been replaced by uh, Verada Sethu, who we don't even know what her character's name is, um, but she has been seen on set filming with Shooty Gatwa as we understand, for the second season. Um, now, Paul, it's I, I don't think this she's been sacked or, you know, dropped uh, you know, in, in a shock move by RTD. I think it's just the fact that her she was ever, ever going to be a one-season companion, by the sounds of things. Yeah, I mean, well, it's we don't know what her contract was, what, what she wanted to sign up for. Hmm. I know. And it might be her decision that she didn't want to do more than this. Well, it I mean, might and I think be. actually it's... where the papers are a bit is the fact that they are so far ahead in their filming. Mm. You know, because they're at what the I think the series we're about to see is already finished. Is filming on that, hasn't it? Yeah. We still yeah, get to see. This is this is this is twenty twenty five stuff there. Yes, exactly, exactly. Understand? Yeah. Because I think they started filming... I think everyone believed that season two had finished filming, but I, I don't think that's true. Obviously, it's not true, because I mean, they do not pick up shots or, or yeah. you know, reshoots or something now. Um, but I, I, I knew that season two began filming in November. Yeah. So I, I would imagine it's still going on right now. Um, and I know the papers would, were... I mean, when... No, even before the special had, had aired, uh, they were going up, Millie Gibbs was complaining about the night shoots and... And things like that, and I think it was just the papers doing their usual whipping up controversy when there was there was nothing there. You know, yeah. someone complains about their working conditions. Well, people do that the world over in every job, don't they? It's not it's not particular or peculiar to the world of acting. No. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, the way the, it's just the way it's been portrayed that you know she's she's been sacked, and I don't think that's the case at all. I think oh, this is utter nonsense, really, and. And, and, and I don't know about you, you, you feel about this, Paul, but I, I feel it's, it's not doing her any good. This this sort of rumours going around because that just affects you as, as a you know getting another job, doesn't it? Things like this. Yeah, I suppose it's difficult because nobody can really come out and say what is actually happening. No, no. I mean, obviously they want to keep this a secret. I mean, you know, yeah. they didn't say you know you know it's. Uh, She's going to leave after the end of the first season. This has just been broken by was it of, of you know the Daily Mirror yet again, yeah. Um, and then all these set photos have come up with Rada Sethu as well. So, uh, 
but apparently she's going to be sort of Millie Gibson's going to be dropping in and out of season two. So I, you know, I don't think she's you know she's done completely. No, I mean, like just, I said, we don't know. We absolutely have no idea what what the original contract is. No, no, and it just and seems I suspect to just, as what? the doing them as mm. it seems to be getting through from the the coming season to this season to the following season is quite quickly. Yeah. I suspect Russell T. Davis had it pretty much storyboarded in his head before they started shooting the recent series. Mm. Yeah. So it can't you know, I don't I doubt if anything that her performance or or whether she's been complaining or anything like that has probably had any influence on it. No, I don't think it has. Um and I think what I mean, people will read stuff into this anyway because BBC have been completely silent. RTD's been completely silent as well. Um, and if there was any trouble behind the scenes, they're not going to tell you. No. You know, um, but I think all the the speculation isn't going to do her any good. I think that, that that's my main thing about this. The, you know, this, this silence, it doesn't quash the rumour that she's, you know, as the papers kept... You know, keep perpetuating at the moment that she's been sacked uh, yeah. or dropped or whatever you want to call it. Um, as we said, we, we don't know what the contract uh, contract was, and I don't think any of this is true. And it just seems to be they're sort of whipping up some sort of controversy when there, there probably isn't anything there. Yeah, but that's what papers do, though, isn't it? But well, I mean, in some ways they're trying to get a reaction from the BBC, aren't they? Yeah. What they want is the BBC to come out and say, "No, this is." Because of this, or this is because of that. Yeah, and they're not going to give away the plot, are they? No. So, oh dear, it's um, yeah, I, I, it's, it's, it's really her that I feel, I feel sorry for. Yeah. Really, because they're sort of making her out to be, you know, the way it's been reported, it's like she's bad at her job, which I think is an awful bloody thing to do. Yeah, I without yeah, they they're just yeah, the assumptions are being made, aren't they? Yeah. But and of course, everybody's going to pick up on this now because I think that obviously there's always a, a section of people out there want this to fail. They want this new era of Doctor Who to fail, and they'll they'll just sort of latch on to this sort of stuff, won't they? And they won't let go. Unfortunately, I think that that's that, that's the horrible, horrible thing. And making her the fall guy out of, for this is well, I don't think it's right. It's not right. I mean, but yeah. you know, effectively, companions only lasted a couple of seasons. Yeah, anyway, under exactly. RTD. Exactly, but the, that's Even just why people I was talking about Billy Piper. Billy Piper was only two. She's only two. Um, Freeman Argumen one. Yeah, Catherine Tate one. Yeah, I mean it's, just, it's not the <laughs> you know it's um it's a complete non-event. This new story it really is. I mean the only reason we're talking about it because because it is such a non-event. You know, actor leaves role after contract runs out. That's the, that's it really, isn't it? Yeah. Oh dear, oh dear. Um, I, I really don't know why this is this is news. I really don't. No. But um, no, but here we I, are discussing it. I mean, obviously they've they've got the reaction out of people that what they wanted. You know, we're all talking about it. And, and a way to ki- keep it fresh is to if you either change the doctor or you change the companion. Yeah. So I think it's. Um, I, I just think it's a real shame that you know th- this has happened. To be honest. Um, I mean, in, how- so, in some ways, actually, why. Why it is a story is because actually how good, perhaps is actually how good they were as a, as the Doctor and companion. Well, yeah, in the Christmas special and everything, everyone's been looking forward to seeing them 
together and how they develop. So, I mean, if anything, it's actually how good she was in the that's actually caused the story. Yeah, yeah, I know. If she if she'd been poor in that, people, I think this would have been just a yeah, not surprised and move on. Yeah, I know, I know. It's oh, I don't know. It's just. Uh... It's just a very weird, weird thing. Though, just suddenly, you know, it, it, it just keeps rolling. It's not even sort of like yeah. you know, in one paper mentioned in passing, you know, and it's it's been picked up by everybody, really. It's, yeah. um, but again, it, it's it's this sort of thing sort of generates hits on websites, doesn't it, for paper? Because nobody's buying papers anymore; they just want hits on their website, and that's exactly what's what's happening. Because it was originally reported by the Mirror, then I think the Mail picked up on it. Now it's even in Variety. Um, it, it's all over the shop, but I, I think that the thing is as well. I think another reason why this has been picked up on because RTD will always film on the streets of Wales, usually Cardiff or somewhere in Wales. And if you're filming outdoors, people are going to see there's a different actor with with the Doctor. Yeah, and that and that's it. And that's what these put these these stories sort of um, pick up. So I think really, if if they wanted to keep this a secret. Well, the production's gone the wrong way about it, really, haven't they? It's, it's there for everyone to see. Well, it's not, I mean, it's not know, a closed it's just, set, is it? Whether they want to keep it a secret or not, as such, they just probably just don't want to tell the plot. Well, unfortunately, um, now everyone, you know, it's, it's out there, isn't it? It's not a case. But that, you they, don't know, you know. I mean, we don't know what's this, yeah, we don't know what's going to happen, do we? Yeah, and she's still in this. So it's not. I don't. Doesn't sound. We don't sound as if it's completely that she's been completely written out. Who knows whether actually she's going to be a reoccurring character rather well, than just be. the. That's it. That's it. But companion. It's, it's, but as I say, it's the way it's been reported. She's been replaced after one season. Well, pff, well, it's not really, is it? Because obviously right. she must have filmed something for season two because Verada Seth has only just been seen now. It's only just been reported now. Yeah. Um, because otherwise, it would have been reported last year when they started yeah. filming this season. Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. We don't know. We, I mean, after what we, we just talked about, could be it's all guesswork as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know. I, nobody knows, and until no. until we do, then. No, I, I just think That's it's it, it's really. uh, I, I, it's just her. I feel sorry for, to be honest. Yeah. You know, because it's it, it's just the way that, you know. As I said, it's the way it's been reported. It's not. I don't think it's particularly nice, really. Um, no. And the fact that you know they can't come out and say anything at the moment, it's not helping either. No, you know. But uh, I mean, like today, even today, they're saying like RTD was hinting she's going back to Coronation Street. I mean, where they get? I, I haven't read that one. I've just seen the headline. I'm not even going to sort of go into it. But I mean, already they're sort of like saying, "Oh, she's obviously going back to Coronation Street. That's why she's left." Well, <laughs> again, it's just all guesswork, isn't it? Yeah, but that could be that could have been her decision. Exactly, that's the thing. Absolutely on on the money there. It could be her decision, but but never let that get in the way of a good story, eh? No. <laughs> never the truth get in the way. Bloody hell! Oh well, well that's it. That's all we really wanted to, to um, sort of discuss. Sort of, um, it's not even really news, really. It was just sort of. I'm not, not going to say that was the news because. Um, no, that was, it, it just, that was the tittle tattle. It was tittle tattle, actually, because yeah, that's all it is. Um, there's, there's no real sort of facts being um, other than the fact that Yevarada yeah, Sethu has been seen on set. Uh, that's it. That's about the only fact we can actually give you here. <laughs> no, and the papers for that matter. But uh, 
Oh dear. But uh, anyway, I'm not even going to do the news break for this one. Should we just get straight into Planet of the Spiders? Yes. Okay. Yes, okay then. So, uh, well, as we said, we're going to do Planet of the Spiders this episode because, well, it's a little tribute to Richard Franklin, who, as I said, sadly passed away on Christmas Day uh, last year. And um, so we thought we, we would sort of do this one, A, because, well, I think it's one we've been wanting to do for a long, long time anyway, actually, wasn't it? Yeah. Planet of the Spiders, uh, as it's sort of Pertwee's last story. Um Richard Franklin's last story as well, actually. Um, yes. it, was, it really was the end of, a, end of an era um, in this one. So, yeah, so that, before we get going, let's listen to a little clip. Now, Doctor, you have a story to tell me. Yes, well, I have a strange feeling that you already know most of it. Um, you see, I, I found a crystal, a blue crystal. Found? Well, perhaps... Stole might be a better word. Forgive me, have we met before? The recognition of friends is not always easy. Tell me about this crystal you stole. So, Paul, is it your go to kick this one off? Yes. It is. Okay, so, um, what do you make of Planet of the Spiders after all these years? Um, yeah, I, I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the book. The book was really, I don't know, probably kicked on from the fact that I very much enjoyed the the prologue. Yes, yeah, that added a little a, little bit of extra meat to the which was a nice student, surprise yeah. to and well written to actually bring that into the the story. Mm. Apart from I can't I can't see prologue without. Doing it in Frankie Howard's voice <laughs> in my head. I hasten to add, I can't do the impression myself. The prologue. <laughs> but um, no, I, I, and I quite like that. How that was, and why she sent back the crystal and the whole. Actually, you, you, first of all, starting to think, oh, what's this? Mm. Where's this going? And then suddenly realise what it was. Yeah, because they actually sort of name um, Joe until quite some way into yeah. the prologue itself, or, wasn't he? Or, or, or really? even actually acknowledge her, did it? It was yeah, it that's was, right. It was him talking to the the natives, if you like. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the whole what they they wouldn't go on, and you did, wasn't even sure what it was that why they wouldn't go on, and what they were saying was the bad luck. And then it then it then it goes to he'd have to try and try and convince his wife, and then suddenly it all fell into place. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, it, it was. I mean, it's a typical sort of Terence Dix move, isn't it, for a um, for one of these target novels? And and again, it's it's one it's one thing we say each and every occasion we, we we cover one of these is the fact that he writes them as if you've never watched or read a you know Doctor Who before. No. But actually, actually, what was nice for him was we actually, yeah, you got a bonus chapter. Yeah. Which you don't always get with the Terence Dix novelisations. They tend to be a bit more straight. Yeah, I think it depends how long he's actually had to write the book. Yeah. Because um, as we know, well, Destiny of the Daleks, when we covered that, it really is a sort of cookie cutter um, yeah. book, really, isn't it, from what you saw yeah. on the screen? Because he had two weeks to write it. You know, so there was nothing changed it or added to it at all. Um, and it's been one and of the. And I suspect, although, well, obviously, there's 
uncredited writer an obvious one in this but I suspect so was he I suspect he had an input well he's a script editor for that yeah so I imagine yeah. he would have had a, a bit of a um, a bit of an input into it but uh, so, yeah because obviously not... yeah there's obviously this is written by the, the, you know the the TV script written by Robert Sloman with Barry Letts who was uncredited yeah because he uh, couldn't be credited could he on no, something he that he was producing that's right um, but it's obvious he was because of the Buddhist influence yeah. Um, or, rather, or rather, actually, he was uncredited as producer, wasn't he? Because he was director. Yes, and it's yeah. So it's this is this is very much a a Barry Letts show, you suspect. But with Terence Dix, I suspect was the the what was as much reining him in. <laughs> I think it was, yeah. Sort of <laughs> Barry Letts is like a spy extravaganza, just him in the background pulling the strings. Right? <laughs> yeah, imagine stroking a white cat. <laughs> But no, it, and I and I agree. I mean, it's it's not the best. Actually, actually, before I go any further, you said you enjoyed it. Do you think it's a good story as a send off for a doctor, and in um, particular Pertwee's doctor? There's bits. Well, there's bits in this. You don't know whether there was a sort of as it's as it's his last story. Everybody had their own little, got their own little gift so to speak, you know, very much the giving Pertwee the, the gadgets and everything was was very much, I think, the, here you go, here's everything you wanted, now be your action hero that you want to be, sort of thing, which mm. is probably the bits that are slightly, I think, duff in terms of this being a story. Well, yeah. I mean, if you look at um, you don't you re- don't need the flying car. You don't need the the solo helicopter. You don't need the hovercraft. No, really. I mean, I, I mean, to be honest, I mean, the whole I was going to say all that episode two is based that that one big chase where Pertwee leaps in and out of different vehicles, or you know, and I mean, the Hoomerbill that was just Pertwee's ego. I mean, I love Pertwee, yeah. but the Hoomerbill is ridiculous. It really is. Yeah. Um, but the whole thing, I think, the whole thing that makes it. That whole chase redundant is when he does actually catch up to Lupton. He just, he yeah, just vanishes. He, yeah. he could have just done that in the first place. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean it is. I mean it. It is purely there for for Pertwee. I think. Oh, it is. Yeah. This, yeah. If this had been yeah. five episodes, I think it would. <laughs> it wouldn't have been missed. <laughs> well, do you know what? I think this this story is, is a good four parter. Um, I, I think as six parts, it's really. It's really quite stretched out. Yeah, to be I mean, I mean to, a cert- to a certain extent, of course, when the stories were, the series was planned, it mm. wasn't meant to be, was it? It's only the sad death of Roger Delgado, Roger Delgado that's that, yeah. that made this story be this, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Now, I was, I was going to say, I, I, I mean, as far as this sort of being like Pertwee's final story and a, and a regeneration story as well. I just think it's a, it's a bit of a. While I, I I sort of kind of enjoy it, he sort of went out with a bit of a whimper, if you see what I mean. I, I, I think because because of Delgado going, I think it would have been a lot more dramatic had had it actually been the master. Um, yeah. You know, sacrificed his life to save the Doctor as it as it was originally intended. I think just the fact that in Lupton, he's not a really sort of it's a really weak villain. I mean, all he is, he's a bitter ex-salesman. That's all he is. All of a sudden wants to take over the universe. You know, it's Being a, a salesman? 
But that's the thing. He gets that thing. He, he, he was chucked out of his job. Um, he's bitty. He wants to go back and get his revenge on the company, then on the, the you know the, on the country, then the world, um, and the you know. And it's sort of oh, where, where did this come from? Why actually, was... actually, actually, my problem isn't Lupton. It's the others. <laughs> Do you know what? I haven't got an issue with the others. Actually, but, and I'll, I'll come on to uh, why. Why was the issue with the others? What's it? For the others for you? What, what's in it for them? What? None of them seem to be that bothered about. No, they're not. They're they're just really. But I like prefer because they're panicky. They don't really know what they're doing. I know, it's, but it's when Lupton's in which, not there, in which case you just think as soon as Lupton disappears, I'd be at the train station on the train and gone, <laughs> wouldn't you? Why? Why? Why are they still hanging around? You know, it's not as if there's any, actually anything that they've... And it seems as if, you know, it's not as if, like, they was all friends and for years and they've met... They, they, by the sound of it, they are literally... They have just all met because they're all there for different reasons. Yeah, I mean, obviously they're to get inner peace, but then... But Lupton's yeah. at a Buddhist monastery to get power. I mean... <laughs> That that is just not what the it's not what it's about, is it? It's meant to be like contemplation. And where aren't all the other people that were there as well when uh, Mike Yates is showing Sarah Jane around and yeah. they're in that room meditating? There's, there's loads of other peers, women, other women there, and what happened to them? Oh, they're, they're still in they, there. They're still, they're still meditating. All that's going on. They're still meditating. <laughs> They, oh, they have God. completely freed their minds and forgotten to leave. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's, that's the only explanation it could be. Seriously, yeah. it's uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I mean, they do. I mean, one point one of them does try to leave, but it's, you know, by that it's too late. The spiders have got control of them and everything. Um, yeah, but it's all about the fact they're trying to bring Lupton back. They think he's trapped, don't they? So, in particular, was it Barnes yeah. in particular? Um, who, who seems to want to be the one to sort of be Lupton's sort of lapdog, as it were. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah but, but I, I just think Lupton why, why is... They're there. Why they're there. Um, now, I, I just think Lupton's just, well, where, where's this lust for power come from? Because, you know, <laughs> after all these years, you, you, you know, usurped after 25 years of loyal service to a, to a sales company. I mean, it's a little bit... Mm, that's probably the weakest villain ever, I think, in Doctor well, Who, that one. I mean, I think it's not even so much that is the fact that, by the sound of it, they completely bankrupt him as well when he tried to set up on his own. It's still not a reason to want to take over the world, though, is it? No, but I don't know. I mean, whether... you Well, you also set, get the sense that he's had a breakdown. So then he's... What he's then focused on after that, I don't know. It's, it's the thing that's pulled him back to do something. Yeah, he seems very focused, his, doesn't he, on what he wants to his, achieve out he, of all is this. Is his hate rather than mm. anything else? Yeah, I, so, don't know. I, I, I still don't buy it. You've, you've explained it very eloquently there, Paul, but I still don't buy it. <laughs> but, but I've got more reason. I've got more. <laughs> I, I, well, I can understand his position more than I can understand the others. I mean, the others I yeah, just yeah, don't yeah. know. What yeah, they're, they're just... they've they've all come for a bit of peace and quiet, and you'd get out as soon as things start going wrong in that situation. I, I know, thought. I know, if, but yeah, oh, if okay. if you are all strangers to each other, I mean, you know, like I say, if they'd been friends for years, you could understand that then they'd be well, they'd feel. I, th- I think this is this is one of the one of the issues with it. I mean, so why it's enjoyable, it's not the it's certainly not the best story from Doctor. It's not the best Pertwee. Certainly not the best Pertwee story. And it's certainly not the best sort of 
regeneration story either, for, for, for that matter, because there's so many things going on in this. I'm not. I don't necessarily think they actually all all work as such. You got at the beginning. You got the doctor re, sort of researching ESP, yeah. um, and then quickly kills off Cyril Shapps <laughs> at the beginning. Um, you've got the stuff of Metabilis three as well, which are coming to late. You've got Lupton. You've got Mike Yates who's really the hook for getting the Doctor and Sarah Jane involved. Yeah. Um, and then you've got Tommy as well. You've also got Campo and Choji. There's an awful lot going on Yeah. in this. Um, but I don't necessarily think it all necessarily sort of hangs together as such. I mean, the Brigadier in this is entirely superfluous every time you see him, to be yeah. honest, isn't he? He, he? he contributes nothing to the story, which it's is just, a real shame. Just... Just constantly surprised, or yeah, um, which is a shame considering the, the, the chemistry that he and Pert we had. Yeah, so I think really, I mean, I, I mean, actually, know. one yeah, of the, the best scenes in the book is is them at the the theatre for for mm. the Brigadier and the Doctor, which actually is a bit more than what you've did, certainly better than the TV version because. You sort of have the whole thing of the in the TV version, they're both disappointed to be there. Mm. In the in the actual thing, I think the Doctor actually is sort of laughing along with the the bad comedy, and the, the Brigadier doesn't understand why he's why, why he's there yeah, until why he's there. Yeah. until the dancer comes on. And and, it, then, and even then, when the when the when the Brigadier says about you know must use some of that some of that as exercises for the men, you know, about her superb muscle control and all that, and it's 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 explicit in the book that the brigadier's joking. Yeah, and the doctor actually suddenly realizes it's it's a rare, a rare moment of humour. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Whereas yeah. on the TV, it is actually just treated at face value. Yeah. So I think the book's certainly certainly better. Um, yeah. In in that, definitely, definitely. Um, but obviously, the reason we picked this is because of Richard Franklin, and it's been a while since I've watched this story. And I've forgotten just how much he actually had to do in this. Because I just thought he, he just sort of really... He was the reason the Doctor and Sarah Jane got involved and he sort of dropped out of the story. But he doesn't, does he? No, because he comes back, he's... Well, he he then sets off to try and... He then becomes the person working on Earth while the Doctor and Sarah are on Metabilis Free. Yeah. So, I, 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 do you know what? I think it was... Um, Obviously, what happened to him in, in sort of Invasion of the Dinosaurs? Uh, this was it was his redemption, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and I think, for the most part, I think that that works quite well. I mean, he's still for someone who's from the army, he's fairly ineffectual, isn't he? Uh, to be honest, and he always was his character. He wasn't the most effective yeah. um, soldier ever put on television. Um, but, you know, but I think in this, he works there, there, there a- really. There was a sense of officer <laughs> class, wasn't there? Yeah, to, yeah exactly, exactly. To be, um, but I, I think it's, um, I think I think it was a good send off for his character. Actually, it was. I mean, and quite, I, I did quite like the fact of the, you know, he has to ask Sarah to basically get involved, get in touch with her because he can't talk to the, he doesn't know how to approach the, the brigadier or the doctor after. Yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, and actually, the last he's. Time- and also, he's yeah. It, it does sort of give him a genuine reason for being there. Well, yeah, um, is the fact that he's trying to work out where he's 
Isbury's life after mm. sort of being pulled in by the the new Earth or whatever. Old yeah, Earth. Operation Golden Age, where it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, you're right. I mean, obviously, the last time you saw the Brigadier and the Doctor, he pulled a gun on them. Yeah. You know, so um, no, I, I do like that bit of the story. I like the fact he has to he he, he goes through Sarah. Um, Rather than sort of, I mean, he could have gone through Benton as well, actually. I suppose, couldn't he? Um, but, but actually, Benton didn't have much to do in this story either. Uh, I, no. That's why. That's why I think it's really weird because you know, when you think of Poe, it's all about him and Unit, the Third Doctor and Unit, and Unit's kept out of this story for for well, for the majority of the story, really. I don't know. Maybe they should have rewritten it. Maybe some. Maybe. Sort of like you know, Benton, or maybe even like Yates gives up their life to save the Doctor, mm. now, as, as rather than sort of like it was going to originally going to be the Master. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. I, I did th- quite like in the fact. Well, I mean, I suppose the fact as to why Yates managed to manages to survive late on is because he said because he's got a kind heart and whatever. his compassion saved him, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, um. y- yeah. No, no, I, th- I, th- I thought he was, you know, his, his character was, was, I thought, was served quite well in this, actually, yeah. as, as a send-off, and it was certainly... I, th- uh, I, think, I think, yeah, I think it was a well-written, actually, as you say, redemption story for him, because it isn't, it's it's a good enough to show that he's still, you know, back. he's a, he's a good person, mm. without it being over the top in that sense, I think. No, that's right, that's right. But uh, yeah, I, I, I think I think he, he served you know, really quite well actually. Um, but as we said, the brigadier doesn't get a lot to do in this one. I do like the bit at the end though, when Sarah Jane's trying to explain the presence of Choji or Campo, who and yeah, and he just said, "Oh well, that clears all that up." Then it's sort yeah. of like it's just <laughs> it, it was so deadpan the way he did it. Um, I, as, I just, as in I just naturally, the, the one the one who knows that there could be a there could, what what's going to happen. Yeah, you can change face. Exactly. Exactly. Whatever. <laughs> oh dear, but uh, no, I think it was. Um, yeah, I, I just I would have liked to have seen a bit more of the brick, considering this was like his last story um, after episode two. Benton and, and the brigadier get nothing to do, do they? They're they're gone, no. and, and you see the brigadier again in episode six, and that's it, really. Which I think is a shame, considering it was Pertwee's last story. I think that was a bit of a missed opportunity, but uh, yeah, I mean, we don't get a chance for for Benton and Arik to do a coffee off, do we? <laughs> yes, I, f- I forgot the well-known rhyming slang. Gareth Hunt was <laughs> was in this <laughs> was in this story. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, I, I think I think before we get on to Metabelis three, which I think is the weak link of of this story, actually. I think we have to come on sort of Campo and Choji because I think people, when people talk about Yellowface in Doctor, they always talk about towns of Wen Chiang and how offensive it is yeah. and everything. I think well, has everyone completely, completely forgotten this story? Yeah. If you're if you're going to talk about if you're going to talk about you know Yellowface and all how bad it was, you know you know um, you know it should never have been made and you know, but everyone forgets about Kevin Lindsay's portrayal as Choji in this. Yeah. Which I think is worse than anything that John Bennett did as as um, Lee Sen Chang. I like the idea of you know it's almost like the um, it's the Watcher all over again, isn't it? You can see where well, they got the idea from. It was it was it was Campos you know, projecting his next generate you know regeneration. Well, I mean, my my thoughts on watching this is we haven't really come 
that far then with the the recent no. by recent generation, have we really? No, I mean as people in, are getting the knickers in a twist over it. This was done back in nineteen seventy four. As in, yeah, you can have have the previous doctor, the previous time lord, he's still wandering around while his new next incarnation is also out there. Yeah. God, dear, oh dear. So, yeah, is, is is there anything? You know, is is it such a such a deviation from? No, it's not. From, it really, from it's it's when people conveniently forget these things, don't they? Yeah, it really is very very convenient. But uh, I must admit, I hadn't. It wasn't the first thing that had come into my head when I was watching. Obviously, the the sixtieth. Mm. But the minute you start, the minute I started reading this again. You suddenly put yourself. Oh, this 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 sounds familiar. <laughs> yes, yeah, is absolutely nothing new there at all, is there? To be honest, but uh, yeah, no, I, 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 no, it just sort of. Like, and, and, yeah. and you and you could say now that the whole shooty Gatwa doctor is is running around, and people saying, "Well, how does how does it how does it all come back together?" Well, look, could be like that, exactly like that. But yeah, I, I, I think it's the. Um, yeah, I think that it's the it's the yellow face thing again. Um, yeah, sort of, I'm not gonna say rear its ugly head. That's how television was made then. Yeah, you know, I'm it, not gonna sit it, there it sniping is at it. Totally a different. It, yeah, it is of its time in television. It is. Isn't it? it is. Um, crying out for it to be banned or it should never be shown again or you know it should be edited out and you know, I think people just got to get over the fact that's how things were made then. Yeah, you know, um, and. I like to think we've we've moved on yeah. beyond that now. Although they certainly would not do that now. I mean, that's that's just that's no. it. That's how things were made then. We don't do it now, and I think that's you just have to draw a line under it. Yeah, I think really. Um, okay. I mean, Again, this is, this is white middle aged male. Is, Maybe it's not for me to yeah. say, but you know, this is from an era when we had the black and white minstrels on television as well. Uh, it, well, so. exactly, exactly. I think that, I think the, the the worrying thing about so. that and the black and white minstrels didn't stop. What nineteen seventy eight. Yeah, when that when that finally finished, so it was going on. Wait, it was going was, a long was, way after. It was the advantage. It was the advantage of the book because you didn't have to. <laughs> no, even consider that. No, as exactly. Well, which is probably what exactly. made the book better, I think. Yeah, um, but I like the idea. I like the idea of you know the 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 the, the hermit that the doctor previously mentioned, the time monster. That this was, this was him. Yeah, um, in the monastery. Uh, I, I like I like that little callback. Actually, um, yeah, and at the time you didn't necessarily have to know that either. No, you just sort of like, oh, it's an old. The doctor said it's it's an, uh, my old teacher. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's all you. That's that, that explained it really. And I like because I mean, back in nineteen seventy four, you, you wouldn't have doctor, known about the time monster. That yeah, Sorry, it, it, it's his old teacher, and yeah. obviously one that's far superior in his abilities. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's what I like. That, in the fact that they even has to said about you stole a TARDIS, because well, you didn't have to stoop that low or something, was it? It was something like that, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. But you know, yeah. you, you well, you didn't need to because he basically just obviously willed himself to to, to somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Um, no, I, I, I think it was a, it was a good idea, and it was that's where it was done first, really. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, and okay. it is interesting. Actually, it's not been done since. It hadn't been done since probably until, if you want to say, the 60th is getting similar. We've mm. not had that 
mentioned as far as no we haven't have we no we haven't I think the I think I was going to come back to the composer because he wasn't I don't know I suppose he was played the makeup was slightly I don't know what was it yellow face Campo's makeup not as much and the and the the so I thought just to, to make you look older, really, more, yeah. than any, more than anything else. And he wasn't affecting a, a you know, a Chinese voice, was it, or an Asian, you know, no. his Asian voice. No. Um, which makes you wonder why Kevin Lindsay did. Yeah. But maybe that's what he was asked to do. I mean, you don't know, do you? It might not have been his choice to have done that. Unless, I suppose, on that one, if you take it as that Shoji was a projection from Campo. Mm. He's a projection of what Campo would think a Tibetan monk would be. Mm, could be. I don't know. You know. No. If if you if you're trying to justify it in some ways, which I don't think you really can, but no, but slightly. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. I suppose the other thing you could say, people. I hate using this word problematic. I suppose the other problematic episode, the uh, um, aspect of this is Tommy, played by John Kane. Um, yeah. Again, now people be saying, "Well, you'd have to cast someone in that role who is who is, you know, disabled or whatever." But it, it wouldn't work but in then, that. In that. But then, yeah, that, how do you, how do you? It, it, it's slightly it, difficult because he isn't at the end. No, and that's the thing. I can imagine people sort of getting the knickers in a twist over it again. I, I mean, th- I mean, there is that thing about him getting in the taxi in character, pretends to be. You know, um, right. which which I think that that was I mean that was I think people now are sort of oh god that was a bit but you know that was beyond the pale um, which I could probably agree with really that was a little bit there was no need to do yeah. that really was there just to sort of prove right. how wonderful an actor I am um, yeah. but yeah it's all that it, again it's just how people sort of like sort of not not mentally all sort of like learning difficulties were portrayed back then they all pretty. And sort of like they couldn't talk properly, and you know it was all well, a bit. It's it's Benny from Crossroads. Isn't it is, it? isn't it? it? Yes, that's a yes. That's a very good uh, description, actually. Even Derek, Derek, the UR accent, isn't it? Actually, getting back to that. Yeah. Get, sorry, no, sorry, no. Well, actually, not getting back to that, but just you saying the accent while I remember about it. Oh yeah, yeah. Is is the fact that these the the people on Metabolis Three are all. From a space freighter or fighter <laughs> or whatever that crashes, just because they've had to to farm to survive, why has their accent gone on West Country? <laughs> well, I because be, it well, wasn't even as if like they was the argument being that they was a colonist ship that had taken farmers. To, oh to no! A new it, it, does, it doesn't make any sense, does it? No. It's like they, it's just like oh oh they've got sheep so they must talk you know does being around sheep for for hours a day give I know you that over, the, over the course of four centuries they've regressed into yokels <laughs> yeah I don't know um actually before we actually I do want to talk quite a bit about Metabolis three actually um I think just going back to jo- to to Tommy and, and and John Kane um I do like the the bit where he the, the the crystal sort of helps him to learn, yeah, and everything. But the only thing that sort of then sticks out of that is when Sarah says, "Oh, you're normal, just like us." I said, "Oh, blah." But then he says, "Well, I certainly hope not." 
Yeah. And I, I do like that comeback, actually. Yeah. I do like that. Um, and again, it's sort of like it was. It was his. Yeah. No, he's still. He's still him. Yeah. It's, but it's you know, he, he's parts that things that he didn't understand, he now understands. Yeah, and he's it's his innocence that saved him. Yeah. From being sort of destroyed by the spiders or the you know the electric or whatever. Wasn't, um, was not quite sure as to why the the spider's power is particularly negated by how nice the person they're attacking is. Oh yeah, his innocence and compassion saved the Yates and yeah. Tommy, didn't it? Um, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I don't know what sort of. I I think the... that's. I think that's the Buddhist thinking again, Paul. To be honest, and that's a, yeah. <laughs> that's a Barry Letts thing, isn't it? Yeah. But, uh, um. Yeah. Now, yeah. Let, let's let's talk about Metabolis Three. <laughs> let's talk about Metabolis Three. Um. Yeah. It, th- this it, this it, is it the week. Suffers part. of its time, doesn't oh, it? Oh whole... God. Yeah. Um. It's not just the yokel accents and all that. It's the dialogue written for them. It's the CSO. Why they had so much CSO. Um, yeah, I mean the CSO is the. I mean, and actually, that really did come as a <coughs> as a shock from reading the book because I'd forgotten about how bad it was. Yeah, yeah. And the book is good. The book actually puts you in a reasonable village. I mean, but even the buildings didn't seem seem to be wrong. I don't know whether that's because I've come from reading the book or whatever. In the vi- you know, it just well, everything well, of it seemed. Wrong. <laughs> yes, it did. Um, I mean, the book it's described sort of the fields are sort of they they sort of glitter with all the jewels and the 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 stones and everything, which that's completely missing um, from the from the, the the TV version. As I said, the like the, the the CSO is really badly off in this one. It's like every yeah. time someone appeared in the scene, they're just lit wrong. The mm. lighting was really you had this brilliantly sort of usually like a blue sky background. But the lighting on the actors was was dim for some reason. Well, you I, just sort of feel they was using CSO for the sake of using it. This oh is, yeah, they this were. No, definitely. This is new. This is you know. What well, if I mean, Barry quite... has been using it for years at that point? You would have thought by then they would have yeah. sort of perfected it a little bit. But it, it was the worst example ever. Yeah, I think because it was so well lit. Yeah. Well, no, that's the thing. No, it, it was. It, they were so poorly lit. Was the problem? It, the, yeah, that, you see that bit where, um, and again, there's a big mistake here. Actually, when um, Pertwee first arrives on Metabolis Three and he lands in the middle, of, in the middle of the village, but when he step, when the tallest materialises and he steps out, it's a blue sky behind him. Yeah. Then when it whips round, there's buildings there. So it's, it's so poorly put together. But when he steps out, it's like the, they've lit him from the bottom upwards because there's no, everything's sort of how, how can I put it? It's just dim. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's sort of like the, the sort of lightning from from the bottom up, rather than sort of lighting directly as how you're supposed to do CSO. Um, and it it just looked awful. It really did. But yeah, and you I, just feel they they could have they could have just gone and done that as a an outside shot somewhere. Yeah, because even that scene doesn't necessarily. There's not really that much. You're only really seeing the buildings of the village. You could have just done it in a quarry, or, or found one of those yeah. old medieval villages somewhere. Yeah, you know, one of those. You know, um... it didn't need that, and because you don't really see that what the ground's like behind or whatever, and and even even then you've gotten out because they say they had to clear the the fields where they was where they ploughed mm. to grow stuff. They had to clear the stones from the fields first. Yeah, 
So you'd presume that'd be the ones around the village. So you didn't need to to do that. No, no. I just think it's really, it's really, it looks really awful. But basically, once you get to the to to the villagers, I mean, it's, you get every cliche under the sun. Yeah. There as well. You got Arak, played by Gareth Hunt, who's the who's the bit the big brave sort of warrior. Um, and then you have got his brother, played by Ralph Arliss. Now. I've only ever seen Ralph Arliss in one other thing, and that was that um, John Mills Quatermass yeah. thing. Um, and he always plays angry. <laughs> he doesn't. It's like Prentice Hancock. He only ever plays angry or hot-headed or something like that. Um, so yeah, you, you had all the tropes there. Then you had like the the, the 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 father who was weak and ineffectual but gave up his wanted to give up his life to save his son. Then you had the mother there as well who, who lost her husband and, and didn't want to lose her sons and. But it was just the dialogue was, as you say, Paul, I don't know why these people have regressed Yeah. over the period of time. As you say, they were colonists on spaceships and everything. Um, and, they, and they're keeping a... I mean, why is it an oral tradition? Why have they got nothing written down? I know. It's, you know, it's... it's what, and it was really... Talking... I'd say it was really stagey as well. Yeah. It, it was just a dialogue they were given. It was my, my husband, my brother, come my brother. Um, and it was all that sort of... And it was really... The, I mean, the actors, particularly by the, the actress who played um, who played their mother, uh, was... Oh, it, it, it was a Paula. Was, that, was it Nesca? Yeah. Yeah, Jenny Laird. No, I shan't. You shan't take him. Sabo, my husband, my love, why did you do it? Why? why? Woman, get back! This is the best way I know. I shan't let them take you. I shan't, I shan't. It was almost like it was done in front of a, a, an audience in a, in a, in a, in a stage yeah. play. It's like, the, I don't know why they were given that kind of direction. No. I really don't. It, it really stands out like a sore thumb. Because in the, general, I thought the acting was, was quite good on the, on the, on the Earth-based side of things. But yeah, but when it gets to when it gets to um, <laughs> when it when it gets to Metabili three, this sort of in a, in a bad Amdram sort of version of Hamlet or something. Yeah, yeah. My my thought is just this is to you know why have they regressed? Because they've obviously come from. I suppose actually, as I'm saying this now, I'm now thinking of it, it's it's that's it's a thing that's repeated, isn't it, with Leela? But at least they've got the old tech there, haven't they? Yeah, they kind of forgot what it was. A... It's all it's all broken and doesn't work, but it, it's. They've sort of built their society sort of around it in a funny way, haven't they? But but but, but there's still a regression there. Oh yeah, that you know, gone back, going you, if a certain feeling that if you're left cut off from the rest of civilization for long enough, you're regressed to a primitive level. And they certainly were. But yeah. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. No, it's um, yeah. I thought that that was such the weak link of the story. That one, it it really was. Um, but oh well, For, I mean, fortunately, there's only was it two episodes really you had on Metabelis three, two, three episodes. Yeah, I mean, and also actually in the book, which is good, it is a cave system mm. when you get into the mountain. Whereas in the TV, it's yes, they, oh, they've they've redecorated. Yes, a few a few bland corridors and uh... they've got some shelving up. Got... Yeah, <laughs> and like in the book, the the whole thing about I quite liked. It's almost. It's it's actually almost a bit forerunner to Alien, isn't it? How they're imprisoned. Yes, it is a funny way, actually, isn't it? Yeah, no, you're right. But yeah, but in the obviously in the TV, it's 
basically, oh, we've, we've given you a cosy little web sleeping bag. <laughs> it is, because when they cut um, Elizabeth Sladen out of her cocoon, you can see all the foam rubber that's all nice and cosy in there. When it's... <laughs> oh, dear. No, it was, um, yeah, that really was the the, the, the poor part of it. Um, I, I mean, I suppose in 1974, the spiders must have terrified the bejesus out of people. Um, back there, I think it's only now as you watch it in in high def. Yeah, I mean to they're, be they're fair, not bad for, are they? For for fifty years ago, I think I actually thought that it was quite good. I mean, I, I you know, it's obviously. Well, not, I don't like spiders anyway, as people well know. No. So, um, I mean, obviously, yeah. obviously it, it has to be done all by model, and there's there's not a huge budget even for that. But I, no, thought that, I thought I thought there was bits on that where it actually was what, quite weren't creepy. Weren't they told to um, tone the spiders down? Because wasn't the original props a bit too scary? They're asked to sort of slightly redesign them or I mean, something. That, that that will be might be the case. But enough, I yeah. thought it worked. It worked well enough to to give the sense of fear to it. Mm. You know, it you could you it didn't feel comical when. The actors were playing frightened. No, or one of them leaps onto, like, you know, yeah. Lupton's or Sarah Jane's back or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, actually, talking of the spiders and all their sort of telekinetic powers, in the book, the death of Lupton's completely different, isn't it? Yeah. Because he, he sort of, he's hit with so much energy, he sort of rises up in the air, basically, doesn't he? Before he sort of, well, he almost sort of, sort of disintegrates, doesn't he, in the book? Mm. Well, because he almost tries to stamp on one, doesn't he? Yeah, that's right. Which yeah, which is then the total, obviously, and I think actually he's he's a much more you you believe in him more in the book as well. I think he is more devious in the book. Yeah, the the feel that actually there is there is almost a between him and the spider that's on his back. There there is very much ambiguity about who's in control of that relationship. Yes, indeed, indeed. I think the I, th- I think in the, in the TV version, he just comes across as more of an irritant mm. to, to people, does it? or irritant to the spiders. There's no sort of yeah. real, um, as you say, he feels more of a more a bit more credible. Yeah, in the book, um, I mean, I, I mean, at the end, before before the spiders came on the TV version, he he does a lot of. Uh, I mean, John Duff does a lot of uh, clenched fist acting as well. Yeah. His, his arms are completely rigid by his sides, and he's just sort of, he sort of. Standing sort of like spray, like spray, like he's doing a like a, a photograph for, the, for a Tory. Do you know what I mean? They stand with their yeah. legs wide apart. It was, yeah. that, it was that sort of. It was oh, it's like power a black adder. <laughs> yeah, it was a yeah. power stance exactly. Yeah, it's like that black adder the third. But <laughs> no, it was um, yeah. So that, I think that's really the real weak, the weak link. The other bit that's missing from the book as well is is at the end where the the great one makes the doctor. Just go around in circles. That's missing from yeah. the book. Is that fear I can feel in your mind? You are not accustomed to feeling frightened, are you, Doctor? You are very wise to be afraid of me. Go now. You must hurry back and fetch the crystal. I must have it, don't you understand? I must have it. I must. I must. I must go now. Go. And that's cool. and I don't know why that's cut. That's one of the best bits. Yeah, and actually, you think it could have been 
done really well in the book because you you could do it from the the doctor's perspective. Yes, indeed. Obviously, whether Terence Dix just didn't like that. I I thought it, it heightened the threat a lot more. But well, it makes it makes the whole thing about when he goes back that he 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 knows he or he believes that he is going back to die because he can't yeah. see how he can get away because he knows once he's within the the range of the the great one he could be out of his own he may not be in under his own control anymore yeah that's it that's it i i yeah I, that's a, such a i don't know it's, it's such a weird thing to to leave out of the book or or cut out yeah. of the book uh because i think that's one of the one of the few instances that you see pertwee or pertwee's doctor i should say has got no control yeah because he was always very much in control his doctor whatever happened um, yeah, there was. Yeah, it was. He was very much the the flippant you know, comment, oh, or yeah. you know, he had a gadget to get out of it. But he he had nothing at all, um, which which I really like. Actually, oh, he had a gurney face. <laughs> do you know what I? Th- I do you know I think I think we should come on to Putin. Now, this is his last story, and I think people always. I mean, critics over the years have said in, in his last season he seemed tired by the whole thing. Um, he wasn't, you know, the same doctor that he was at the beginning. Um, I mean, name any actor who is after yeah. a long stint um, in a role. But I thought he was okay in this, actually. You know, he he wasn't as uh, patronising or, or as cocky as he had been in previous stories in this one. Right. I think at the end, when you see the doctor is, or his doctor, is finally outwitted um, and, and scared and frightened, I thought it was a really good... yeah. A good good thing for his character, actually. It was something different, I, th- I felt. And, and as you say, he didn't gurn at the end either. No. I thought per- I yeah, thought yeah. Yeah, played that really who, well. Who could be accused of being pompous. It was, yeah, a very humble way for him to, to go. Yeah. And it wasn't even actually a heroic thing in the sense that he didn't... He wasn't actually physically saving somebody else. No. Which is what you sort of expect with Pertwee's Doctor. Yeah, because he's always there. He always had Joe or Sarah Jane with him at the end, or, or Liz Shaw yeah. as well was always there with him at the end. Um, it was but, an interesting fact that he faced his his end as such on his mm, own. Yeah, which is, uh, I mean, but again, get that sort of set the template in a funny way, isn't it? Yeah, you know, he, he meets his end on his own um, in, in that way. I thought it was. Um, Sort of sacrificing himself, but not not for an individual this time. Yeah, I, I, I really liked it. I really liked it, and the and the regeneration as well. I thought was well. These final scenes um, with Nick Briggs and it's really Liz Sladen, to, to be honest. Yeah. Again, very understated. Yeah, he just sort of slips away. Um, which I mean, I remember watching that when I was four years old. I do remember watching that. And, in, and the regeneration into Tom Baker. And I seem to recall it being that. I, 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 I've got no sort of, you know, the memory cheats it, cheating or anything like that. I do remember it like that as well. And it obviously stayed with me. The, you know, the fact that it was so understated and underplayed. And actually, I can't remember if I if misremembered Tom Baker sort of waking up at the very end. But I'm probably getting that mixed up with the first episode of Robot. Yeah, I was almost surprised that it cuts as the the face changes yeah and there's no flicker no exactly um of the new doc it is literally 
his face and then that's it that's we're gone I, th- I think that I think the thing that must have confused me when I was a kid I do remember thinking this at the time was that why why is there now a young John Pertwee there because because Tom Baker's sort of taken the same position as as as, um, yeah. as John Pertwee they both got when they're lying down they both got sort of similar shaped face quite sort of prominent noses and the way they've done Baker's hair it was styled the same as Pertwee's yeah I don't know if that was a, a, a conscious decision. Or not, but when I was when I was watching it for years, I thought, Pro- why is he, why is he, why is he got younger? It easier to match up. Yeah, it probably was. Um, and I, but when I was young, I just thought, oh, why why has he not got white hair anymore? I didn't. Actually, I think really, I didn't really fully appreciate the fact it was a different person. In a strange oh, way, regeneration two thousand. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, there's a joke for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, I've already done the Gary Hunt coffee one. So <laughs> Actually, Paul, you have to remind what coffee was it he advertised for? It was it was Nescafe. It was Nescafe. I, for some reason, I thought, who did Maxwell House? Didn't someone famous do Maxwell House? Probably. I think, I think there was a big coffee adverts were a big thing, weren't they, in the eighties? Yeah, and uh, Me- Me- Mellow Bird was that another one? Yeah, yeah. What was Mellow Bird? Was that a coffee whitener? No, that was a coffee. Was it a coffee as well? Yeah. Oh, Marvel was the whitener, wasn't it? That was it. Yeah, instead uh. of milk. It's powdered milk. It's like going back to rationing, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Um, yeah, anyway. Um, but it was with... It was with uh, he was with usually with Una Stubbs and Diane Keane. Oh, was it? Oh, blimey. And he's three types of bean. And then the, the hand signals. <laughs> Yes, the hand signals, yes. yes. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, folks, just just uh, um, put into YouTube, Gareth Hunt, Nescafe advert, and, you, and you'll yeah. see exactly what you mean by the hand signals. <laughs> Wake up and smell the coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that must have haunted him for years, that advert. <laughs> just, well, Probably pay for I his mean... house. <laughs> I mean, interesting if you're walking down the street and everyone going past you is doing it at you. Pretty much. You're, there must be a point at which you're not quite sure. You're doing that. Or, of, or at least you can console yourself with they're obviously referring to the coffee advert. Just doing that hand gesture to it, calling you a Gareth Hunt. Yes. Poor son had a double whammy there, didn't yeah. he? <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, back onto back onto Pertwee. Yeah, so I thought it was it was a nicely, I thought nicely understated regeneration um, in, yeah. in in this. Um, and I think it's, but that's how they used to do them then, wasn't it? It wasn't like it is, you know, like it is now. It's all you know, bright lights and things. I exploding. don't want to go. I don't want to go. <laughs> exact. Yeah, and all that. But uh, yeah, I thought it was. Um, I just thought the story it wasn't befitting Pertwee. As his last story, I, th- I thought, or the Third Doctor, I thought it was a bit of a, a, a very, it's a very quiet story, and it does yeah. make you wonder what what it would have been like had Roger Delgado lived, yeah, and what we would have got in its place, you know, with with the whole sort of, you know, the full resolution of the Holmes Moriarty relationship that they they had, I yeah, it would been, yeah, it would have been quite good to have seen that, but uh, but hey, that that was it, that that was that was Planet of the Spiders, that was Pertwee's last story. And it really was the end of an era because that was more or less the that was it for Unit, really. I mean, you got the robot next, which was a well, that was just a holdover, really, wasn't it, of this season? Yeah. Um, but after that, it, it really was all change. 
But there we go. F farewell job, aren't we? Oh, Doctor, why did you have to go back? I had to face my, my fear, Sarah. I had to face my fear. That was, was more important than just going on living. Please, don't die. A tear, Sarah Jane? No, don't cry. While there's life, there's... As you say, I mean, it had quite a lot more than... It very much felt like it. Probably even, to a certain extent, whether we've just got used to regenerations now. But it did really feel like that was coming to... Probably because the Doctor... Probably because Pertwee's Doctor had been on Earth so much, he had built up relationships with more than just the companion. Yeah, I mean, it's that whole thing about the unit family, isn't it? That's the, yeah. that was the, the big, you know... A big phrase for this particular era, um, but as I say, it, it, that, that was that was it. All of it sort of coming coming to an end, wasn't it? Which was, uh, yeah, it, it's just a shame that they weren't all there at the at the, at the end. If you see what I mean, yeah, you know, I just thought, I just thought some some points it was a missed opportunity, but it was it was a nicely understated end for the Third Doctor. Yeah. Anyway, I, th I think we're just about done, aren't we? Yes. Yes, I think we can sort of spin this out any longer. Um, so when we come back, we're back to doing a big finish, aren't we? Yes. Yes. We sort of went a bit out of order because we wanted to do something with Richard Franklin in. Yes, indeed. So we... Well, we had all the specials in between the Christmas special, yeah. didn't we? So yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah so we're, so we're, we're back on big finish next episodes, and we'll let you know what that's going to be on all when our usual know. social media <laughs> channels. Yes. Yeah. We don't know ourselves yet. <laughs> no. As usual. As usual, but uh, yeah, I don't know what uh, I don't know what we're up to on Doctor. We 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 did um, Colin Baker last time, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I was it was say, Colin Baker, dear, list, was, wasn't it? Dear, dear listener, you'll be the second to know after us. <laughs> <laughs> and on that cheery note, I think we'll end it there. So, yeah. <laughs> so until next time, folks. It's goodbye from me, Phil, and goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. Download this podcast from iTunes, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, and through your podcatcher of choice. If you would care to leave us some feedback on iTunes, that would be very much appreciated. You can also find us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast, on the Who's He Podcast Facebook group, and through our website, who's hyphen he hyphen podcast.co.uk.